Episode 13, Trick or Treat. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Checkmark English. As always, my name is Mark, your teacher from Vancouver, Canada. Halloween just passed, and I hope you had a fun and safe time. In today's episode, I'll be talking about all things Halloween related. This includes trick or treating, dressing up in costumes, playing with fireworks, and more. Here in Canada, it's celebrated in many different ways. So today, I'll talk about those ways and what I did growing up during Halloween. And remember that you can read the free transcript on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. Before we start, I just wanted to let you know that we still have our foster cat. He's doing great and is enjoying himself at our place. I'll keep you updated on him and if we find him a home. I also want to say thanks to everybody who's been supporting me and providing me with episode ideas. Okay, let's talk about Halloween. As far as I can remember, Halloween has been celebrated by kids, teenagers, and adults here in Canada, the United States, and many other places. For those of you who don't know, it's celebrated on October 31st, the last day of October. I have such vivid or clear memories of being a child and dressing up in a costume to go trick-or-treating. I know that many of these traditions aren't done in other countries, so I'll do my best to explain what they are. There's a lot to talk about, so let's start with trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating is a Halloween tradition where children dress up in a costume, walk around their neighborhood, knock on people's front doors, and say, trick-or-treat, when somebody opens the door. The person who opened the door would then give each child candy chips, or other treats. A costume is clothing you wear to look like something or someone else. For example, a lot of people will put a bed sheet over their head to try looking like a ghost. Teenagers and older people sometimes go trick-or-treating, but for the most part, it's for children. When I was a kid, I remember my brothers and I trick-or-treating and seeing so many kids around doing the same. It was one of the most exciting things as a child other than Christmas. Usually it would be me and my brothers, cousins or friends, in a group, walking around carrying big baskets in the shape of pumpkins that carried all the candies we got during the night. It was such a great surprise to see what candies each house would give. Most of the time, they give the small chocolates that you get at the grocery store around Halloween, like the small boxes of Smarties, Kit Kats, Coffee Crisp, and other common ones like that. Sometimes we hit the jackpot, or got really lucky, and the house was giving big, full-size chocolate bars. Those were always the ones that felt amazing. We then told our friends and family about those houses so they could go to them and get the big chocolate bars. But there were, of course, the times we weren't happy to get certain treats. Sometimes we got the ones that were healthy, like granola or cereal bars. Those weren't exciting as a child. But the worst of all, and I still remember them to this day, are glossettes. They're raisins covered in chocolate that came in the purple wrappers or packaging. My brothers and I hated raisins growing up, so they were the worst treats to get. When I was a child, I really wondered why they made raisins, because I assumed that everybody hated them like I did. Looking back on it now, I shouldn't be complaining because most of the treats we got were great. And as much as I didn't like raisins, it could have been worse. They could have made olive-covered chocolates. 
Trick-or-treating was not only popular outside in the neighborhoods, it was also super popular and fun at the mall. It was especially or extra common here in Vancouver to go trick-or-treating at malls because it rains often. So when it was raining or the weather was bad in general during Halloween, everybody went to the malls to trick-or-treat. Parents took their kids there and walked around with them going from store to store to get treats. I remember it being so busy, even more than Christmas time. But that was back then. Nowadays, many stores don't participate or get involved with giving treats anymore. I went to the mall a few years ago to see how it is, and there were noticeably less people, and many stores put signs up on their windows saying they don't have any candy. It's sad to see that trick-or-treating isn't as popular anymore. I think this happened for a few reasons. One big reason, in my opinion, is that people don't feel as close to their neighbors anymore. This feeling of not knowing the people around you is not just apparent or obvious when it comes to trick-or-treating, but also in other parts of life. Knocking on doors means talking to people you don't know, and I think in the past we were more comfortable with that. Nowadays, we're more used to communicating with people online through the internet, and it can make talking to people in person feel strange. When people don't feel like they know their neighbors, parents might not want their kids to go trick-or-treating as they don't have as much trust. Another reason is because many parents don't want their kids eating so much candy and junk food. When my brothers and I finished trick-or-treating for the night, we got so much candy, it was unbelievable. Looking back on it now, we probably had lots of stomach aches and teeth cavities from them. A stomach ache is when your stomach is in pain or discomfort, and teeth cavities are teeth problems that have a higher chance of occurring or happening if you eat lots of sugary foods. I probably ate more candy around Halloween in one week than I do now in an entire year. I can definitely see why parents wouldn't want their kids collecting that much candy. If this was the first time you're hearing about trick-or-treating, you might be wondering if every house and family gives out candy to children who knock on their door. And of course, the answer is no. A lot of people don't provide any treats and don't even open the door at all. This is where jack-o'-lanterns are useful. Jack-o'-lantern. What a weird word, isn't it? Not to worry, I'll explain what it is. A jack-o'-lantern is a pumpkin that you carve or cut with a knife to make it look like something scary or just anything at all. You then light a candle and put it inside. When it's dark outside and the candle is lit, the pumpkin glows and looks super cool. Usually, the people who have candies at their house to give to trick-or-treaters will put a jack-o'-lantern in front of their front door or yard to let the kids know to come to their house. On my Instagram, I'll post some photos of jack-o'-lanterns I cut in the past. It's one of my favorite things to do for Halloween. It's so popular to carve pumpkins that almost every grocery store starts selling them in October. Not only that, people love going to pumpkin patches, taking photos, and then buying whichever pumpkin they want. A pumpkin patch is where they actually grow the pumpkins. It's a really nice visual or view because you see a large field of orange. I'll post a photo on Instagram of when my wife Caro and I went to one and took Frankie, our cat. You can also search on Google pumpkin patch to see what I'm talking about. I'll also post photos of our cat's costumes they wore this year. 
I won't tell you what they are, so it'll be a surprise. I think you'll enjoy them. As you can see, Halloween can be fun for children because of these activities, but it's not only for them. Teenagers and adults have fun for Halloween in some other ways, such as going to parties. Dressing up in costumes is popular for all ages of people. Many bars and nightclubs have Halloween nights where people dress up in costumes, have drinks, and dance all night. Lots of people host house parties also and invite their friends over. A friend of mine hosted a few parties that everybody loved. He decorated his house to look dark and scary. He even had a fog machine that made white clouds of fog that looked extra cool. Some people would dress up in costumes, but for the most part, most of us didn't. It was more of an excuse to hang out, have drinks, listen to music, and play drinking games like beer pong. Drinking games are games that whoever loses has to drink some type of alcohol. There are many different ones, and people often create their own, but beer pong is one of the most famous ones that people really love to play. It's where you put cups on a table in the shape of a triangle, and you try throwing a ping pong ball in each cup. It's really exciting because it takes skill, and it can get really competitive, especially when the game is a nail-biter and everybody is watching. When a game is a nail-biter, it means both teams are really close to winning, so you don't know who will win. That phrase is a common way to describe a close game because many people bite their nails when they are nervous and anxious. Another fun activity for both kids and adults is visiting haunted houses. These are houses that are decorated and designed to scare you. They're usually dark and have spooky things like ghosts and monsters jumping out at you. They also have loud, scary noises that surprise you. In Vancouver, there's a place called the PNE, which stands for Pacific National Exhibition. It's a place where there are events throughout the year. In the summer, it's a carnival with games, cotton candy, and all the other traditional carnival activities. In episode 4 of this podcast, I talk about carnivals in more depth. The PE is also attached or connected to an amusement park. An amusement park is where there are roller coasters and tall, scary rides. When it's winter, the amusement park closes, but the PE runs other events. For Halloween, they have an event called Fright Night, where they have tons of scary haunted houses. They do a great job in making them feel really scary. They even hire people to dress up as monsters to surprise you through doors and windows. I went last year with some friends, and I was surprised at how many real people were working there dressed up as monsters to try scaring you. It really worked because my wife and lots of other people were really spooked out. If you're ever in Vancouver around that time, it's worth it to go, especially if you have kids. Not only are there haunted houses and amusement park rides, there are also games, food, and lots of treats. As you can see, Halloween is all about spooky and scary things, and this includes movies and TV shows. Many people have traditions where they would meet with their friends and watch scary movies like Scream, Friday the 13th, and other similar ones. When I was growing up, and even now, scary movies were never really my thing, meaning I never really enjoyed them. However, one thing my family and I loved watching were the Halloween Simpsons episodes. They're called Treehouse of Horror. One of my friends had a tradition where every Halloween, he marathoned 
all the Treehouse of Horror episodes. When you use the verb to marathon a TV show, for example, it means to watch many episodes in a short period of time. I don't think he still does this, but I think it's a really cool tradition. The last thing I want to talk about are fireworks or firecrackers. Fireworks are explosives that you light on fire that blow up, creating colorful lights and loud noises. During Halloween, stores that sell fireworks open up for a few weeks and are super popular. During Halloween night, you hear noises throughout the night of people blowing up fireworks and sometimes you can look out through your window and see them. When I was a teenager, my friends and I used fireworks almost every year. I remember one year my friends and I went to the beach and brought a bunch of fireworks, drinks, and snacks. We stayed there for a few hours at night, eating, drinking, and lighting all of the fireworks. Those were really great times that I'll always remember. The only thing about them is they can be a little bit dangerous because they shoot out fast in a certain direction. If you aren't careful, you could hurt somebody with them. This is why children should never use or get near fireworks. I remember there were a few stories of people getting hurt in Vancouver because people were using them irresponsibly, but when used safely, they are really fun to play around with. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Checkmark English. I'm curious to hear if you celebrate Halloween where you're from, and if you do, how it's different from Canada, where I'm from. I'll try posting lots of photos on my Instagram of things I did for Halloween in the past. Posting on Instagram isn't something I've normally done in my personal life, so it's a bit of a challenge to try keeping up with that, but I'll try as best as I can to do so. Luckily, my wife is helping me with that, so I want to say thanks, Carol. If you want to follow along with the transcript, my website has all of them available for free, so take advantage of that. My website is checkmarkenglish.com. See you all again in the next episode.